welcome to another episode of Not Too Deep with Grace Helbig. Surprise, I'm Grace Helbig. I am, as you all know, very excited for this episode of Not Too Deep. This week's guest is Cody Johns, who is Viner extraordinaire, crossing into the YouTube world a little bit, and all around just really nice guy. He hails from Florida, the weirdest state of them all, so we had a chance to talk about that, along with a bunch of other stuff in this episode, which was really, really fun. We also got to hear a lot more about the world of Vine, we meaning me, because I don't know much about Vine other than what I think the general consensus knows about Vine. It is six second comedy videos, so he explains a little bit more about that, and it was it was really nice. It was really nice to talk to someone that I really didn't know very well to begin with, um, and didn't learn too much about by the end of this. That's, uh, that's par for the course here on Not Too Deep. Also, he stuck around and we did a challenge, the six second challenge, in honor of Vine and his Vine-ness uh, over on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash itsgrace. So listen to the podcast and then head over there and check out the video. It was really fun. So without further ado, Cody Johns. Really his name. His real name. Not a, not a made up name. I'm so excited that you're here, Cody Johns. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I feel honored to be on this show. Oh, I mean, wait till it's done and see how you feel. Uh, And then we'll we'll reassess. Let me out. Do people ever, I mean, your name, Cody Johns, is that your real name? Yes, that is my, that is my real name. Really? Yep. Do people comment on it? Do they do that I can't trust a man with two first names? You know, some people say that. I don't consider my last name a first name, I guess, because I think John is a first name and not Johns, but, um... What's like, the what's the background? You know, I think it's been changed a few times over time with like our family history, I think is Greek. And I I, oh. I want to say our, I think our old last name is Shaconis or something. And so I, very I, easy yeah. translation to John's. Yeah, exactly. I think, I think like one of my forefathers names was, was John or Yanni, okay. which is Johnny in an American. And then some guy at Staten Island was just like, all right, John's. <laughs> and then. And that's how you know, it don't even worry about it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm Mike Johns. Yeah, it's perfect. Uh, well, I'm so excited that you're here because I have a lot of really burning questions that I would love to ask you. And then Twitter has a lot of very interesting, groundbreaking, thoughtful questions that they would like to ask you. I so. can't wait. I can't wait till we get to that. Let's get some answers going. Um, okay, my first question is: Have you or anyone you know recently pissed their pants, or have come close? In a scenario, mm, I I don't know if I can remember an exact person, but maybe there was a time recently where like everybody was kind of laughing hysterically, and that's kind of a moment <laughs> when that's gonna happen. Oh you know? yeah, I feel like that happens. I'm, I I wonder on a daily basis, you know, there's all these statistics on how many babies are born every minute, how uh-huh. many people die every day. I want to know how many people adults piss their pants every day you know we're gonna have to begin to document that because (laughs) for comedic purposes but also for science because yeah who knows where the bladder is going to be in 20 years from now yeah exactly (laughs) it will be like being able to detach and go to the bathroom for each other that's kind of a dream i've always like wished like I don't know. That may sound to be weird. able to go to the bathroom for someone else. Yeah, it's like so you both don't have to like get out of the car and like <laughs> on a road trip. I mean, you, you know how it is. 
it's that's like, actually such an I know interesting that's thought. so weirdly strange. <laughs> that's such no. It I went, think it that's went a south really quick, didn't it? <laughs> no, not at all. I'm really fascinated by this now you know what because, I mean? like, on an airplane, if I'm sitting by the window and you know there's someone in the middle and my friend's sitting on the aisle and I don't even want to have to deal with like the butt swipe to the face to oh, go past the middle person, I if I can just you know give the gift of my having to pee to my friend on the aisle. That would be pretty fantastic. Well, we're on the the topic of bladders. Uh, like it may be a removable bladder that you could like. I it's mean, like the straps you, on an iWatch. Listen, <laughs> I don't think you know what the future holds for, for long, medical health. I mean, if Apple has anything to do with it. How long have you owned your iWatch? It's been. I like I think, that you checked the time on your iWatch. Uh, it's like, well, let me just show it off real quick. Uh, I think I've, I've had it for about three weeks now. Three weeks. Okay. The future is now. It's. Uh, did you ever watch Inspe- Inspector Gadget? Yes. Do you yes, remember when Penny had the book that she could type into and the watch that connected to it? Hold on. Are you talking about the show or the movie? Because I, I didn't watch the show, but oh, I've seen the, the movie the with show. Matthew Broderick. I never saw the movie. The cartoon was one of my like favorites growing up, and I always wanted to be Penny because she had this book that had a computer in it, and then she had a watch that she typed on that connected to the computer, and you used to think, like, whoa, I don't know if I'll be alive when stuff like that is actually a reality. But Listen, I think Apple may, be, may have taken that idea. <laughs> Like yeah. they're trying to be all original. Like, yes, we have a watch that's like, it's like wait, wait a second. Wait, the, they had that in Inspector Gadget. Yes, they did. Back then. So Steve Jobs from the dead. Uh, check that out. Someone. He's passing ideas up through the grave, I think. <laughs> no. He has like a little like, maybe he has a what watch on. and he's, he do? What he's like, he got one. He do? Um, okay. How much thought do you put into home decorating? <laughs> Uh, that <laughs> is say, an indicator. <laughs> I would say the wife does does that. Does the decorating? Side of the, yes, the decorating. Has she ever decorated something or purchased something or brought something home that you were like, absolutely not. What is this? Can I just say, you know, I think, why do women love so many pillows on the couch? We Can love I, them. I, I, he says this as he's surrounded by like 13 of my throw pillows I mean, right I'm, now. I'm, I'm already holding four. <laughs> there's two at my back and there's three to my left. Yeah, because so there's I, something... She insists that we have... There's no room to sit no, on the couch. No. It's just full of pillows. And I know. I'm like, I'm just wondering where where's the... What is what is the point of this? You know, I answer this. I yeah, I don't know. The, there's something aesthetically pleasing about seeing all the pillows, but I do wonder every now and then what this couch would be like without like the twelve pounds of pillows on top of it. But mm. there's something very I don't know. I think it's like you get to. Uh, it, why do women paint their nails? It's an expression. Yeah, it's you know a what? it's a part of you. It, so you it's hate like throw an art pillows. Piece. I mean, I don't hate them. I just it I, like I, I just want to sit down. <laughs> Can I just sit down in my house? <laughs> Well, then you and uh, your wife and I have to hang out and just like have a throw pillow party because it is a very, um, I don't know if it's exclusive to females, but it is a very female quality that we possess where it's yes. like, got to get them all. They're like Pokemon. You, you got to gotta, gotta catch, catch them all. Them all. all the, it's like a collection. It's like every every lady's like, look at my pillow collection. Oh, yeah. I love your pillow collection. Yeah, it's it's a great way to express ourselves and then at the same time to judge each other. Really? Wait, uh-huh. so how does that work? You, you judge just another... You like, oh, those pillows. That that cluster doesn't really do it for me. <laughs> <laughs> the judgment around the pillows. Is there the anything... Pillows. Okay, then pillows aside, is there anything in your like dream house scenario that you would want? 
I would say, I think the way, and I'm very lucky mm -hmm. that I landed the woman who is my wife. I love the way she kind of, you know, decorated our house and the way it's kind of set up. It's kind of like, the house is kind of older, but it's like kind of chic and it's a lot of like white color and a lot of like gray, like little pieces. So like the color is kind of like really clean cut. Mm -hmm. And I feel like as, I'm listening as to as an HGTV as, listen, show right now. <laughs> listen, as long as she's willing to be with me the rest of our life, like we agreed. <laughs> Like we said in front of Todd. <laughs> I, I want her to always be in charge of that because I feel like, you know, we ha we each have our own qualities. And I think that when it comes to like the home decorating, yeah, I am very good, though, at saying, yes, I like that. And and no, when you don't like things? It, I can say yes and no. Okay, that's good. I don't good. think I'm very indecisive. She, however, is very indecisive. Same. She, she and I, really, same person. You guys I can't are going to be best friends. Yeah, I, I seriously can't. Why do you think I have so many throw pillows? I couldn't make a choice on like not getting all of them. It's so, like, should I just have the red pillow? I'll just get it, and then I'll figure it out later if I actually really need it or want it. Right. That's how, yeah, that's how we operate. Um, but see, in my dream, dream house, uh, at some point, and I don't know how this is going to work, and I've already Google searched a lot, I really want a slide next to my staircase. And I, I have stairs here, and I've Google searched, like, convertible slides, where it's like this mat that you put over your stairs, and it becomes a slide for your stairs. But I saw this... So okay. you, you've bypassed the dream of someone having like an elevator in their house. You want no, a I want slide. slide. I want a slide. But because I, I saw this house when I was younger on HGTV, I must have been in elementary school and they had a spiral staircase and this like mahogany slide right next to the staircase. And I just lost my goddamn mind at like nine years old. Does it? I would think that if it was like a plastic looking slide, does it match with the house? Like, no, does it that's make it thing. look like a playground? But see, that's, I know, but that's the thing. Like, I can't do it here because my stairs are like some sort of material that I can't mess with. And if I put the plastic on it, it just looks cheap and tacky. The mahogany look great. So that's my dream house scenario. You're going to have to just go buy that house, find, out where, find out where it is and buy it. If you're listening to this and you have a mahogany slide staircase, please. Invite us over. Yes, please. <laughs> we will slide down. Please. Okay, here's a question. Animals in tiny tuxedos, yay or nay? Yes, and you want to know why? Because yes, of course. Because my dog is a Boston Terrier, which I know you love. <gasps> I know. And it looks like they're wearing a tuxedo. tuxedo. Oh my god! And that's why they're called the American Gentleman. I did not know that. What? The Game American changer. Gentleman, because they're it's like they're wearing a tuxedo. Oh and, my god! And who it wears is. tuxedos, gentlemen? Gen Jeeves and gentlemen. Oh, Jeeves and gentlemen. My god! And it's like their chests are always a little puffed out, like they're standing at command. Listen, true gentleman. He's more of a gentleman than I will ever be. Okay. <laughs> Just because he's, he's wearing a tux all the time. He's always overdressing, and it's really just bugging me. Do you put clothes on him? We w we haven't yet, oh, but we will. Do, well, hold to. on. Do you have do you have outfits for your dog? Oh, big time. Okay. She's got like a whole wardrobe. She's got a hot dog costume that when I'm feeling sad goes right on her, <laughs> and she loves it. <laughs> it's great because my dog is high anxiety, and there's something for high anxiety dogs about clothing and like the embrace of it that calms them down. Like they they make thunder coats for dogs that are yeah. afraid of thunder, where it's just this like spandex thing that you put on it, so it feels like they're being hugged all the time. So she loves wearing clothes. Yeah, I would say a definite yes. I think um, when it when winter comes around, we're gonna get him some like little sweaters and stuff oh that are gonna God. be adorbs. Yes, come on! I love dogs and clothes so much, and I love that they make it's like a it's like dressing a Barbie. 
Like they create all of these like professional outfits, like Halloween every day. You can have Halloween every day when you have a dog. Exactly. It's so great. How old is your dog? Grover is his name? Yeah, Grover is going to be one on September 1st. Will you come <gasps> so to his birthday party? Are you kidding me? Okay. Yes. I can't okay. bring Goose because she'll fight with everything. Oh, no. But I'll take a picture of her in the hot dog costume and bring it as a gift. Oh, that would be so great. Are you you're going to be dog owners that throw the birthday party for the dog? See, I don't know. It's more of I think maybe we're kind of joking, but we're kind of not. But you're kind of not. It's like you may get the invite. <laughs> And you're like, wow, he did it. You're like, we do comedy, so we can get away with this being like so ridiculous. But you're like, yes, it's his birthday. (laughs) Yeah, and everyone's singing awkwardly like, oh, we're singing to a dog. Happy birthday. (laughs) But see, I follow, do you, now that you have a Boston Terrier, do you follow a lot of dogs on Instagram? I follow, so yeah, I follow a couple dogs. My wife follows several more dogs and she follows yeah. even more boston terrier accounts because oh, yeah. now we love this breed of dog but yeah. i would say like barkley the palm who's <gasps> like big on vine and and instagram is like probably one of our favorites that we follow well i follow uh barkley sir charles which is a french bulldog i'm really obsessed with french bulldogs oh, okay. i love them so i follow literally like probably 20 or 30 french bulldog accounts on instagram it's weird and at vidcon i met the owner of one of my favorite french bulldog accounts did you fangirl i went nuts <laughs> i've like I've like freaked out meeting like Natalie Tran and like the vlog brothers and like but Renee uh Renee Charles NYC his uh his owner when he came up to me he's like I'm Renee Charles NYC's owner I was like <gasps> like almost threw my drink on the ground I was just like so excited and you know the thing is I didn't really like check it out further to make sure that he was definitely the owner so it could have been just a guy saying that and, but and I'm just sure. taking the the adulation you gave this guy for just being the owner can you believe that just the owner of just the, dog. the owner was so great because yeah and oh, the dog highly recommend Renee Charles Renee Charles NYC yeah Renee Charles NYC so good. So like for a dog that's famous, do you go up to the owner and are you just like, so what's he like? I, like yeah. the dog? <laughs> it's, I've met a couple of famous animals now, quote unquote. And it's like um, uh, what, uh, Jif Palm, the little oh, yeah. Pomeranian. I've seen Jif Palm. I yeah. met him for the first time the other night and I thought it was animatronic because it just sat so calmly while people like in rotation just came up and took photos. Like meet and greet style? Yeah, like, like it just sat on the staircase and it was wearing a tuxedo. Uh, it was just like, wow. the greatest moment of my life and i took a photo with it and then i saw this woman that was like kind of directing his like attention for photos and i was like oh is that your dog great dog like really he just brings so much happiness to so many people and then i was like what am i doing speaking for yourself who am i becoming this is so ridiculous one more thing on the on the dog out yeah. thing. One, one thing i think we're gonna do that i forgot to mention when we were talking about dog wardrobe is we want to get grover a collar that is a t- that is a bow tie yes, right here. Yes, I was, was going to say if he's already wearing like a skin tuxedo, why not complete it with, oh with the with the bow tie collar? What do yeah, you think? I think it's we're trying fan. to we're gonna. I mean, I'm gonna go on Amazon like right after this interview and like try to you find have it because Elliot Morgan was on the podcast the other day and he's got a dog that also looks like it's a butler that got reincarnated as a dog, <laughs> uh, but it's not a uh, Boston and he has its name is Gilligan. It wears bow tie collars all the time and it is the greatest thing ever. Gilligan, what a name. Highly recommend. But so Grover has its own Instagram account. Yes. Hey, it's Grover. Hey, it's Grover. <laughs> Have you created the personality for Grover? Do you caption it like it's Grover writing the captions? Exactly. And that was <laughs> that was kind of Lexi's idea. She was like, you know, lo, you know, writing captions as if he was saying it. Yeah. So Grover has his own personality, and it's not it's not stuck up, but he's like slightly like I'm the center of attention everywhere oh I go. Oh my god. And I always look cute, and I'm always playing with sticks and whatnot. <laughs> 
<laughs> I just love the thought process of being like, what is this dog's character? How do I describe this in words? Because uh, my friends have dogs and they have Instagram accounts and they really go nuts creating like the voice of this dog on the Instagram account. And it, it's great. I love it. Yeah, I guess it's it's kind of strange how like, you know, if you don't know the dog personally and you're just a fan, you know, following the account, it's like, wow, this is how he is. This is how this doggy is. That's how he thinks. Of course. And you go up to the dog at VidCon and you're like, um, can I get a picture with you? <laughs> That's exactly how it happens. Okay, uh, you're also, you're from Florida. Yes. Right? Now, is the stereotype of Florida being crazy true? I would say at times. At times, okay. I mean, I have I have like my crazy side. It's more of like an outdoors, like an outdoorsman crazy, doing okay. crazy rope swing things type of. Because how would you describe Florida to someone, be, I guess to an alien that came to the United States? There mm-hmm. are ways that you can describe regions of the United States where you like describe the Northeast, uh, New England type of person, you describe like the California West Coast type, you describe like the Southern, like North Carolina type of Florida, I feel like is its own category. Yes. I mean, I'd be like, look, alien, <laughs> it's real flat uh-huh. and it's real muggy most of the time. Right. And it's really funny because the craziest thing about Florida is when the holidays come around, you really don't know the difference oh yeah because the weather is yeah. the same and all people year are, you know i think people think like oh yeah it gets cooler like you it's like no it doesn't like <laughs> i was at the beach on december 20th oh like, my god there's, look at my instagram like Jeez. in florida and the water was fine mm-hmm. and the weather was like any other day so it's really strange like growing up in florida after you had visited you know after you'd gone snowboarding with the family and right. experienced real cold right when you come back home and it's december and everyone's kind of skiing and all your family <laughs> that lives in wisconsin is kind of like just freezing their buns off and in their house with a fireplace on you're like wow i mean i'm outside with my shirt off and i'm sweating (laughs) yeah it's a weird i mean i grew up in new jersey and then moved to new york and then california and california is that way for me where it's there the seasons are very hard to determine the difference between and jersey definitely has all four seasons so it's it's weird where you're like oh time moves in a different way here where you just it feels a little bit like groundhog's day Every day is repeated. And I've never experienced living in an, in a northern state for like a period of time. Mm-hmm. It's funny because California is a big difference from what I'm used I'm to. Sure. With the cold water. <laughs> with the cold oh, ocean yeah. water. Like that is freezing to me. Yeah. All, all my LA friends are like, yeah, jump in. It's great. I'm like, no, it's not great. <laughs> it's in the great? 60s. Florida water. Yeah, where it's like the hot tub temperature. Yeah. You know? Jeez, that's bonkers. Is there, I mean, people say that people from Florida are crazy. Do you face that stereotype at all? Yeah, I mean, I think it's like every other state, but yes, I'll yeah. go ahead on the record. Look, and you say, guys yeah. made bath look, salts. You put bath salts on the map. Look, and, and you know what? <laughs> it's like the what the way you just said it. It's like I get associated with that. Like I'm part of like the, the group of people who did it. It's I'm like, from New Jersey. I have to carry this flag for all of the episode of Jersey Shore that has ever aired on MTV. You got a point there. <laughs> you do have a point. That's right. So yeah, you're. I mean, you are associated with your state, which yeah. is kind of funny. It's like what what do you have to say about this right. in your state? Yeah, your state's crazy, but hey. I think that's what makes it interesting. Exactly. I got a, I got some stories to tell about it, so that's what's good about. Can you tell up there. us one? Uh, Is there like a crazy story that sticks out in your head where you're like, "That's so Florida. That's so like ser- s- such a Florida thing to do." Yeah. Um. Let me let me tell you what we do mm-hmm. down in down in my hometown. Okay. 
I'm just kidding. We don't really talk. I was like, do you guys have accents. twangs? Do you no, have twangs? In some parts of Florida, yes. In some parts of Florida, yes. But our family was just, you know, a traditional family that just were outdoors people. Sure. And something we do, which I kind of did in my recent Vine, which I think you saw, is... Uh-huh. Oh, we, yeah. Yeah, we tie a rope to uh-huh. the back of a four-wheel drive golf cart, which is a gas golf cart, right. essentially. Not like, you know, you're on the green you know putting right. with golf carts like no this is like a lifted <laughs> gas golf cart we go over the top i'm in we tie a rope to it uh-huh. and i'm about 20 feet back hanging onto the rope uh-huh. on a skim board right. in a flooded driveway of someone's house mm-hmm. just a neighbor of ours <laughs> i didn't ask the neighbor if i had permission to do this so i said all right dad hit the gas oh my, and my God. dad's driving the golf cart and i'm just pulling <laughs> And uh, if you guys watch the Vine, it's on my Vine channel. I'm holding my dog. So and it's like suburban wakeboarding. It, exactly. <laughs> it's like when you can't afford a boat. It's amazing. But yeah, you have the best part of the Vine, if you guys haven't seen it yet, you should, is that Grover is standing on the front of the skimboard with you yes. looking like delighted and terrified at the same time i it's, gotta yes i got a mixed reaction from the fans that were that were commenting they're like this dog is just scared out of his mind and some of them are like wow he just looks like a g just kind of like because because if you notice the dog grover looked at the camera i know that's the best part of it i mean, is he's that he just gave, like he gave a little side eye as it passed being like, like what's up what are you looking at and it's, that's why I had to do the zoom in effect. I was like, dude, he's just so killing good. it right now. It's so dogs doing human things, even though that's a kind of a ridiculous human thing to begin with, is like my favorite thing. Um, oh, speaking of birthday parties, not dog related, but what's the best birthday party that you've ever been to? Is there one that sticks out in your head or worst? Just one that like when you think about birthday parties, you're like, God, that party was a rough one, a rough one or a great one. Um, I, this, this, this party, I'll, I'll tell you, kind of touches on both. It was mm-hmm. like the worst, but the greatest. Um, it was actually my birthday. It okay. was my 16th birthday and it was a surprise birthday. <gasps> and I, you didn't, I was like legitimately scared when everybody popped out. Like I was, <laughs> was like, it like at your house. Yeah. I, I, I didn't feel like violated, but I was like, <laughs> wait, they, they, they got me like this. And, and I'll, and this is a true story. Uh-huh. First time I ever telling this. So. At, at that moment when I opened my front door uh-huh. and like 50 of my friends from school, like oh my, my friend God. Brandon set it up and everybody oh. was there. I literally, I ran. <laughs> I just. Like too much to process I, all at I, once. I, exa- it's exactly. Did, so it was fight or flight and you did flight. Yeah, I was like, wait, what, what do I, uh, uh, I'm running. <laughs> I just and took like, off. Oh, all these familiar faces of people that love me. No. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So, I, and, but but think about it. Like a surprise birthday is strange. Oh, it's I've had one thrown by, for me in like eighth grade, and I felt the exact same Did way. You? I was just so weirded out. I didn't know how to react. I don't like surprises when I'm not in the know yeah, of what's happening. Yeah, I think I don't either, especially after that. It so, feels but, like a prank. Yeah, it feels like you get pranked in a way, and you're like, "Thank you for this." I guess. And everyone's coming up to you like, "Happy birthday!" Like it's all good. It's like, dude, you just scared the living daylights out of me. <laughs> You're going to talk but to me like it's they, all good? How did they surprise you? Did they like have you go somewhere and run errands with somebody and then they brought you back to the house? They did a great job. So I just, I pulled up in my driveway and mm-hmm. there were maybe like two cars that were just probably my family's or, I, you know, when, when you're coming home from a day of school, you're not thinking anything right. differently or I was coming home from football practice or whatever. And I walked in the front door and like there's a foyer in my house that, you know, it's like a hallway that goes a little bit further. And like I was almost like halfway in my hallway Mm -hmm. and there's there's two walls that they could have popped behind and they all just unloaded on me at one time. (laughs) 
and I was just like, oh, uh, I'm out of here. <laughs> it, it's just, it was, I, I like, I was, I turned around and I came back and I had like a huge smile on my face. I was yeah. like, wow. But I was, I really was a little terrified. I'm oh yeah. Lie. It's when I, I don't like being scared. Uh, haunted houses are not a good scenario with me. Jack Ferry knows firsthand. We shot a video of me walking through a haunted house with two friends like three years ago or four oh, years ago. Forget that. And it was I had to take like three shots of tequila before I went to the haunted house. I was so I just hate being scared and I get scared so easily. Like people love I don't understand the concept of loving to be scared. No. And you know who's the biggest hypocrite of this is my brother. Really? Marcus loves scaring the heck out of me. Like, he'll just cover around the corner. He scares everybody. It's not even just me. But he, he just, hates but being... But he hates being scared. <laughs> this kid, he just, like, if you scare him, I mean, he doesn't do this anymore, but back then, yeah. this kid would, like, leave the door open when he was showering because he would be scared of the monster <laughs> that would trap him in the bathroom. Oh, are you guys each other's only siblings? No, we have a we have a little sister, Shelby. Shelby, okay. Yeah, who just graduated college actually at twenty years old. She's, wow. she's kind of a genius. Congrats, Shelby. What's she doing with her life? Uh, Vine. She ha- she has a she has a great uh, boyfriend that uh-huh. we all approve of. Thank that God, the Shelby, John's brothers approve. Of. You heard it here first, okay? If you weren't sure, now you know. Yeah, yeah. His name's Blake. He actually plays ultimate frisbee, which my brother and I both played ultimate frisbee in college. Perfect. So. He's he's like he's like the he's like the third John's brother. There so. you go. You got a new brother. So Shelby, can... you're out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You've been just bait for them to get a new brother. So uh, yeah, she actually she graduated college and she moved to Auburn and I think she's gonna pursue her uh, master's degree there. Cool. And uh, wait for her man to graduate so they can have an awesome life together. So sweet. You know. That's so. That's a fairy tale. Yeah, exactly. And here we are <laughs> sitting among so many throw pillows and a giant pig table. I know. So if life only. life takes you in mysterious directions. You've got uh, that right. We're gonna take a quick break in a second, but sure. before we do, I have two questions that I ask every one of my guests that's here. Great. And the first first one is who would you most want to throw cold spaghetti at because here's my theory behind it cold spaghetti not really a violent thing it's not going to hurt them not going to break an arm not going to leave a scar but emotionally sends a message right now i think the person that i would have to throw cold spaghetti at would probably be this guy, I, th- I said this in the other podcast, but it would be this guy that was on a flight with me recently that got pulled <laughs> off the flight because he was just being a dick to everyone. And Boy, uh, he got pulled off the flight. Yeah, police had to come on the plane and like escort him out because he was being so rude to the flight attendants. I I can't stand when people are rude to anyone in any sort of service industry, and he was just being so like elitist and narcissistic and rude. And was they, there applause when he, when he was offered? There was like there was applause. Here's the thing: before he even got on the plane, he was being rude, and one of the flight attendants finally like put him in his place, and people clapped. And that's when I first found out about this guy being <laughs> that way. And then he was sitting in the back of the plane and something happened the police came on but i just imagine if i had like got up in my chair and just checked some cold spaghetti at his face like he's gonna take a second to reevaluate like that's a sobering experience i i know exactly who i would throw cold <gasps> spaghetti at. so the other day um i wanted to make my wife and i's one year anniversary special uh-huh so i so i got her um edible arrangement <gasps> which which they always come through 
They're That's, always solid. Oh my God, you are preaching to the choir. That um, is the gift I give every person okay, on the universe. Great. So I, I went and I got her. It was it was cool. It was like a little, they made it look like a martini with like the head chocolate Oh, I covered. know exactly what you're yeah, talking you know about. What it is. Yeah. Chocolate covered strawberries. Did you upgrade to the Mylar balloons? Well, because I don't have dessert and I would if I was going to have some, but oh. I knew she wasn't going to eat this huge bowl of right. things by herself. So I got her like the smaller one. Plus I was going to do other things for her that day. So I didn't want right. her to get totally filled up. We were about to go to lunch and everything, but I ordered from this flower company, flowers mm-hmm. to okay. be delivered. Very sweet. O- on our anniversary. Very sweet. So they didn't come on the anniversary. <gasps> they didn't come the next day. What? They came the third day. What? They or the second or third. They they came the third day after the anniversary <gasps> and I called up and I was very frustrated. I was like, hey listen, I ordered the flowers um, did you pay did, for like the shipping? Yes, for I, I paid. It was like $85 for like ah. the roses to come on the right time. I'm like, listen, like you guys, uh, this one specific man right. who's on the phone. And I'm like, listen, you guys didn't get the flowers here on my anniversary. I'd like a <laughs> refund. He goes, well, uh, did they get there? Oh my God. I was like, homie, like, <laughs> yeah, but what is the point? I would have not ordered the flowers. Right, exactly. if they're not going to come on the special day. He's like, well, how about we give you some store credit? What? I'm like, dude, the vase the flowers came in is shattered in the box. <laughs> they were sending you a message. It's like, dog. But can you imagine that guy, just some cold spaghetti through the phone into his face. He'd be like, I'm so sorry, I wish sir. I could have faxed him the spaghetti and it just like, he, he's like holding it up and it's just spaghetti all over his face. Yeah, two days later, cold spaghetti in a broken vase. Perfect. Uh, yeah, it's one of my favorite things to imagine. Anytime someone is being so rude or so ridiculous, I sometimes just fantasize about hitting them with cold spaghetti, and it makes it a lot easier for me to handle the situation then. It's I'm going to start thinking that way. Yeah, it's just because then you realize, like, God, they're being so silly in how absurd they're being about life and about things, which is it's fun to think about. Right. Um, and then this is a question I ask every single guest. Uh, please tell me your worst pants-shitting story, but... Only use three words or three small phrases. So, for example, mine is college jogging front lawn. Oh, man. Yeah. That just makes you visualize exactly. what could have happened. Exactly. And trust me, I have had a lot of visuals with a lot of guests <laughs> on this podcast. Wow. Yeah. So, if you would delight us in your worst or closest call, you can do whatever story comes to your mind, but trust me, there's no follow-up questions, so you don't have to feel like you're revealing too much. You're just revealing enough for people to feel weird. Do I sound, uh, man? Do I sound like very you don't have pompous one. if I don't have a specific one? But but I can I can say so. I think a few years ago, I don't really remember exactly when it was, but I had to go so bad. Well, okay, we use were, three words or three small phrases. Oh, I can't. Oh, that's right. To I describe to, it. Okay. Um, I wish I could say Florida Keys as one thing yeah. so you know the location. Okay. Yeah, you can say that. That's a phrase. Okay. Yeah. Florida Keys, middle of the ocean. Uh, hold on, let me think of this last one. Okay. Florida Keys, middle of the ocean, boat. Boat? Oh, yeah. no. So I'll just, I'll say those three and, okay, and I'll leave no, the rest yeah, to, no, to the imagination. Yeah. Whew, well, that is a very intense, I like that you were figuring it out like it was a riddle in your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I was like, how, how am I going to relay this over? And trust me, there have been a few guests that haven't had a specific like recounting of a story. Like, I feel like there's either two types of people, a person that's like, oh my God, that story. I have to talk about that story. Or someone that's like, oh, hmm, I don't know. I don't think I've had like a traumatic experience that sticks out specifically in my brain. Yeah, but, I would say this one is closest to what would that would be. Got it. Uh, and it sounds sounds great. You are really an outdoorsy person. You have oh, proven yeah. it. Listen. <laughs> Well, we're going to take a really quick break, and then when we get back with Cody, we are going to answer some Twitter questions from you guys. Huzzah! Yes. We'll be right back with Cody Josh. Yay, we're back with Cody Johns. Hey. And all we did on that ad break, thank you, future self, for recording that ad, is talk about dogs. Yes. That's all, we, that's all I care about. Animal people. Animal people. Now, uh, speaking of people that are animals, you guys on Twitter, <laughs> you have submitted some questions for Cody. And Cody, if you will be so great as to answer them, that would be fantastic. Okay. If we're going to talk about Twitter questions, your Twitter handle is at Cody. Yes, it is. How and why and how? So for so for a long time, for years actually, I've been on Twitter for a long time. Like okay. while I was, when I, my first year of college, I got on Twitter in like mm-hmm. 2009 and I've been, I, I have like 50,000 tweets because I've just, God. I would tweet more back then, but like several times a day. But sure. so I've been a Twitter guy for a long time. Um, and my handle was Cody B. Johns. Okay. Because Cody, for whatever reason, was taken, and Cody Johns was even taken, because there are several Cody Johnses in the United States. We hate them. I know. I'm just kidding. I don't hate them. I love... If you have my name, I love you, but um, it's probably weird for them. I mean, I'm not, like, yeah. famous, but, like, if I have some stuff on the internet when you search my name, and these guys right, have and the they're same getting name tweeted as me, at. it's like, oh, what the heck? Right, right, right. Who is this guy? He makes cheesy videos. <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyways, back to the handle story. So... Um, when I got verified, I was super happy. I was like, oh, cool, I'm verified. I got the blue check. I mean, I, th- yeah. I think we all kind of get the same feeling. Oh, like yeah, we're like, we get <gasps> I'm validated. And then five seconds later, you're like, and my life is still the same. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no huge change. Um, but my my reps were cool enough to like, I, I said, look, can I just drop the B and just have Cody Johns so mm-hmm. it's easy to search? My right. Instagram is Cody Johns. My Snapchat is Cody Johns. That's how you build a brand. Those. Exactly. So I was like, can I can I just get Cody Johns? And the, and they were they, you know, they asked Twitter like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, can can you get this? And they come back to me and they say, well, Cody, they don't have Cody Johns. I'm like, oh, man, I just can't. They're like, well, but we have Cody. <gasps> and I was like. Huh, wait a sec. How did That's they... kind of sick. Yeah. Like, just Cody? Honestly. Like, I am the Cody of it's, Twitter. It's crazy, and I want to know who had Cody before you that gave it up. Can I tell you, there's a lot of... On Twitter, it's really funny because if... There are obviously thousands of sure. Cody's online, and I'll get tweets every day from Cody this, Cody Smith. Right. You know, Cody... Erickson like there's there's so many Cody names that are just and, tweeting and, at and Cody they're, and they're tweeting at Cody and it's their friends that are tweeting at Cody and they're putting a space between their name because they don't know how to use Twitter oh. and put their name together so I actually get 
probably over a dozen tweets a day from just these random Cody's that are just not me. <laughs> and people as friends and family are tweeting at me or maybe, you know, That's they're trying so to find bonkers. the right Cody and they can't, and they put a period after Cody and they go right. Cody dot this and it's definitely not <laughs> and it them. It's you. just going to me. I have a plethora of Cody Simpson fans because right yes. now Cody Simpson is, you know, the most famous Cody in the world right now. Oh. And, uh, a lot of his fans are tweeting Cody dot Simpson and Cody space Simpson. Oh so I get God. a lot of those tweets also every day. So, you know, there's some stuff that comes with having I'm like, the start, Cody handle. Just start responding as Cody Simpson to some of these fans. Just be like, yeah, it's me. <laughs> What's up? Yeah. Here, let me get you free tickets to my next show. Yeah. And then just keep doing it. Uh, well, that's fantastic. Because honestly, when I tweeted out asking for questions for you, I had to double check to make sure that was definitely you. Because I was like, at Cody... No, because I'm following you, but I didn't realize that was your that was what your handle was. Exactly. And I was like, wait a minute, is this real? Listen, it yeah, throws a lot of people off and it's like people want to know like how? How did he yeah, get it? No, like, because it's, like, it's so hard with like the the onslaught of people buying up like website names and things like that. It's like so rare to get something so pure. It's also to go on just a little bit more about it, it's also strange having the at Cody because there are those those Twitter hacks that want to buy the name off. Right. Me. So they're always tweeting me saying, Hey, yo, how much for that ad? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't ever answer. Cause I'm kind of freaked out. How Cause I feel like ad? they could take it if they wanted it type of a thing. So with, sound- <laughs> with having the Cody, it's like being in the mob. I was okay. going to say, it sounds almost like a bunch of pimps instead of saying like, how much for that ass? They're like, how much for that at? <laughs> exactly what they're saying. God. So it's like, I had one guy message me or tweet me and say, yo, I used to have that name. What? And I'm just like, I feel so used. (laughs) (laughs) I used to have my name. Sorry. But this guy's name was not Cody or anything near it. Oh, he was just like holding on to it. Yeah, they were just holding it. I was like, that's not fitting. That's so weird. He might have been lying too. I feel like you can't trust anyone on the internet. So let's start answering some questions from those on the internet. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, At Glittery Peaches wants to know, if you could throw any YouTuber a surprise party, how fitting, who would it be? I guess let's, let's expand this YouTuber or Viner. Well, if we were going to go YouTuber, I was going to say Grace because I know how much you love surprise (laughs) parties. Literally, I think (laughs) I might like accidentally punch someone in that scenario because if I get surprised, my arms (laughs) flail up like in the haunted house. My arms are just like in front of my face the whole time on guard and I just keep screaming, no touching, no touching, no touching because I, I guess I'm always worried someone's about to murder me. Which is a fun insight into my psyche. Okay, uh, uh, can we make a note? Do not throw Grace a, uh, a surprise birthday. Don't. Don't want to get hit in the face. Ever. Please. <laughs> like, I've made it, like, clear to friends. My friend Mamrie, like, I think she would if she could, but I've made it, like, so clear. I'm like, please don't. Like, I just, I won't enjoy it. It would be, yeah. like, really mean if you did that to yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> um, at Kaz Brew wants to know, if you could design any animal's fur color and pattern, what would it look like? Ooh. Mm, that's an interesting one. I mean, I think you gotta you gotta like go with a zebra and be like, oh, you know, since yeah. it already has a cool like design on it, maybe right. just replace the black and white with like the colors of the rainbow or something. Like that gum, that zebra stripe. Yeah, yeah what's that gum with the zebra stripes and it's all different colors? I don't I don't know the name of it, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. But I, I think I think those animals need more color to them. They would know? be beautiful. Yes, Jack Ferry. That would be Fruit stripes gum. Fruit stripes. Uh, it's a jack, jack check. We yep. got jack check. Sorry, quick jack check. There. <laughs> That's great. Jack is our fact checker, so he jack checks things Fruit for us. Fruit stripes. Okay, yeah. We, how about, how about we recreate the mascot in real life? 
recreate the yeah because oh, it's a zebra with several colors it's yeah. like that's what i want to do i want to recreate you just want a lisa frank fo- uh folder in <laughs> yeah. real life i would love that oh okay at victoria i i i wants mm-hmm. to know what was your worst plane experience encounter or situation i'm so happy that she asked that question because i do not like flying i get yeah. very anxious yeah, i'm okay with admitting it and saying it i don't like flying even though i have to fly all the time right for work as you do as well but you know the worst experience i ever had was i was coming back home i was about to land to fort lauderdale airport uh-huh. and like florida because florida is crazy right as you know there are storms just swirling all around the Constantly. plane right? the plane is shaking uncontrollably uh even some of the people are letting out screams Uh, but there was one gentleman sitting directly next to me who was having a drink and just loving it. Really? (laughs) This was not helping the situation. Listen to this. So I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm praying. Okay. I'm praying out loud. Like, Lord, please let me get through this. I just want to land. I I, I promise I won't do anything bad the rest of my life. I promise I won't do anything bad. I'm in my seat and I'm gripping the seat really hard. I'm like, it's the plane's shaking every once in a while. It'll drop like 50 feet. Uh, meanwhile, this guy's like, "Hey, this man, he's just like, he's, <laughs> he's just like, out. he's ready to go. He's just like loving it. I he's, mean, he must be like okay with his life. I'm like, look, I'm a young man. <laughs> I can't go now. I have potential. At that point, yeah. I mean, I, he must have just resigned it all away and like, this is it. May as well enjoy it. Now, the scotch on the rocks, please. He like orders another one, and the flight attendant's <laughs> like, "Sir, it is not safe for us to come down the cabin." He's like, but um, the customer's always right. Yeah, <laughs> and, and he was extorted. He was, you know, taken off the plane for for doing that. Right? Uh, no, uh, you know, with the plane landed, I am here today, Ugh. so I survived the flight. But I, it's, you know, what a couple bad flight experiences can ruin the entire rest of like your life. Yeah, like, when you're about to fly because there was that flight, and there was also a flight into Atlanta that was so uncontrollably bad that we had to divert to another airport and, and to like another to like south carolina it to was, like it was emergency so land yeah plane? not emergency land but it was like we could not land at atlanta at wow. all so we had to like divert and like have a, like a major layover there jeez who was i we were talking to someone recently on the podcast who said their plane got struck by lightning no way yeah. what did that feel like? yeah i think that was ingrid it was Ingrid. Yeah, yeah. Ingrid. Yeah. What where, was that like? I, she said it was like insane, but... And it was a really small plane. It was a really tiny plane. It got struck by lightning. And apparently mid-flight. it happens all the time. No, it does. I know that it happens I had no, sometimes. I, like, I'm getting chills just remembering it. Like it, I, I assume that that messes with the electronics and everything on board, but she was like, no, every, if we landed, it was fine. Yeah, but, the, she said the power went out for like a couple minutes. Yeah. Like in the cabin. But then the captain came on and was just like, this is something that happens. God. But she said it was a really small plane. So yeah. it was just like so two on top, single seats yeah, of so rows. On, on top of the anxiety of being in such yeah. a tiny space, you're getting hit by lightning. It's like, so it's already turbulent. You're already flying geez. through a storm. And then you get struck by lightning. God, it's, yeah. I, I, think, I have to know one thing, though. Yes. When, the, when you landed safely, was the guy disappointed? <laughs> He's like, that was it? Yeah. It wasn't like, worse. Well, I guess I have to I'm go I'm still on. alive. I have to still live my shitty life, I guess. <laughs> Great. Uh, yeah. Do you do any, are there any like rituals or things you do to deal with like being on flights? Like I know a lot of people like, I'll have a drink before I get on a flight to like calm myself down. But I feel like I've gotten way more desensitized than I used to be to flying, but it's still not the most comfortable experience. Um, no, I'm just thinking like, you know, this could be it. <laughs> <laughs> you just call your wife say you love her and then see what happens well, she she flies with me a lot and uh 
most of the time. So it's kind of like, you know, we just kind of say a prayer before the flight and we're like, you know what, if it, whatever happens, happens, yeah. and please let us have a safe flight. And you know, 90% of the time, you know, you don't even feel on an airplane. It's, it's all good. It's a yeah. smooth flight, but then, you know, I'll get all tense sometimes and I'm yeah. like, I wish I had a, just a, like a little pill to make me feel better. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> exactly. Well, there's, that's why I kind of like that guy sitting next to you. I'm like, that might be me in that situation <laughs> where I literally get to that extreme turbulence and I'm like, well, I can't control this situation, so I may as well try to enjoy the last few minutes of what could be the end of my life right now. <laughs> you know what? I think you got to do that. You got to just realize this is this could be it. Oh, but just it's so hard. It. It's so hard because you're just in like a tube of panic where oh, everyone else is panicking. It's, it's claustrophobic. Ugh. It's just not a good, not a good place. On that note, Candy Butera wants to know how's life. Life is good. You know, life is busy, um, but I don't think I'd want to have it any other way. No, I think busy is great. I love being busy. When I'm not busy, it gives me too much time to analyze things and to think about my thoughts. Yeah, I think being busy kind of keeps you sane. Yeah. It's, uh, you're on track. You have schedule. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to be here at your house at 12. Right. <laughs> I-, I arrived at 12.02. And I'm sorry about that, but I had to park down your street. I know, bit. no, the parking's awful. It's awful, but also we didn't start till twelve thirty, twelve forty. It's very lax. Yeah, we keep it pretty loose around oh, here. Good, we keep it pretty good. jack check. Uh, uh, I'm glad, uh, but yeah. So life is good. It's it's busy, and I'm I'm really glad of the way it turned out. You know, I moved out here in 2012. I wanted to pursue the industry. Yeah. Um, and I sort of fell into this digital world. Um. And it's kind of like what everyone's talking about now. Yeah, isn't and it cool? Yeah, it's really cool. And but it, it's cool, but it's also, it's kind of like where most adults are like, wait, what do you do? Yeah, I'm sure you, especially with Vine, one of my questions for you uh, that we didn't get to before that maybe you can answer now sure. is with Vine, you know, we were talking a little bit earlier about the reputation you get when you create content on a, the digital platform. Sure. And as a YouTube comedian, you get kind of, you know, a certain rap or a certain like, you know, thought about you. And as a Vine personality, I'm sure it's even worse in that scenario of like putting a box in a way. Yeah. I mean, I'm literally in a box, a little camera box about the size <laughs> yeah, of an for iPhone. Six seconds. So you see me, it's called the small screen if you didn't know. Um, but you know what? You know how I would argue back, especially on the YouTube comedian side too. It's, um, you know what? A lot of the people maybe that are pointing fingers and saying yeah, what we're doing is not funny to them. It's actually funny to millions. Yeah. You know, um, our content touches a lot of people and we affect a lot of people's lives and we make a lot of people happy. Yeah. Um, so I think that's what matters. And, uh, yeah. you know, we may get a certain rap, but honestly, I'm going to take it if this yeah. is what comes with it. You no, know I mean? I've really at first I was really affected by it like five years ago. And now when people look at me differently than a regular comedian, I just feel kind of bad for them for having like that kind of narrow <laughs> yeah. scope about this face but my question was how do you describe vine if someone's like what is vine like youtube is a content sharing platform blah 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 blah. but like vine it feels like you probably have to explain it to people all the time so how would you explain what vine is i mean i think the straightforward answer to that question is you know it's six second comedy videos okay you know you can just say like give it to them straight it's like look vine you know it's it's an app but it's basically six second funny videos is like what we do um if I were to kind of go more in depth about it, I would say, look, like what I do is um, I cram a two to three to five minute YouTube funny skit. Yeah. And I cram it down into six seconds. So yeah. I give you the punchline. You're the spark notes of a joke. Exactly. That's a great <laughs> way of saying it. It's like you can read the whole novel yeah. or you could just get the best parts right now and yeah. be done. And that's the cool thing about it is 
you know, on Vine, if you don't like something, you you can, you can just scroll. Right. You, know? you don't have to like linger there. Um, right. But that's kind of that's kind of what I say to the haters. It's like they they hate on your Vine. It's like, well, you know, you wasted your time to to comment this this hate comment You're, when you could have just scrolled. Exactly. That's what I really do love about Vine is that it's so easy to consume. You can just when you watch a YouTube video. This is so crazy to say this because YouTube videos are much shorter than TV and film. But you uh, you resign yourself to spending more time with that YouTube video. With Vine, you're just kind of like going through, scrolling through, checking them all out and getting to see all of them in such a quick period of time that you just digest it really, really easily, um, which is very cool. But also, for some reason, my brain does not adapt to Vine. I have sat down. I've tried on numerous occasions to be like, let's think of a Vine, Grace. What's a good Vine? And I just... And it's hard when you don't think that way 24-7 because you have a lot other things to think about, like long format content, you know? This setup right here, I'm looking at several like mic setups and cameras and a soundboard. So it's like, you know... It's 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 just a different type of way of thinking. Yeah, know? I was going to say, do you find that you and your friends all kind of analyze things in a different way? Like when you talk through things, like even earlier, you're like, oh, that's a great idea for a vine. And like you, I was watching you like put together this idea and even like start to say some sound cues in your head of like music choices. And I was like, whoa, I'm literally watching like a painter on a canvas right now. But he's talking through this iWatch joke and like adding in the symphony orchestra music at the end already. It's really cool. That, that is the way I I think I mean I tell people like look I think in content yeah I don't like to say I think in vines because I'm not like there's not an obsession there but I think of like what could be a great idea uh for anything yeah um I I did a I did a YouTube skit kind of randomly with I played the other character I played myself and I just set up the camera and switched it back and forth um and I kind of went with it with kind of no script because of a basic idea that I had that was originally a vine and mm-hmm. I, I was like wait I can extend this vine and make it into a skit for right. YouTube because yeah. I'm now I'm, I'm going and trying to develop my YouTube following and trying to get my subscriber number up and get more views you know I yeah. have certain goals I want to hit um but yeah you know explaining vine to people uh, people are starting to know more and more about it uh but the platform is only you know two and a half years old so yeah. you know there's, there, it's kind of like when YouTube was two years old. It's right. like, what was YouTube exactly. at two years old? You know? I feel like YouTube now, you know, they just celebrated their 10-year birthday. Right. very established at this point. So if you think about Vine eight years from now, celebrating its 10-year birthday, it's going to be a completely different platform than what it is right now. Yeah, it's it's bonkers, but I think it's very cool. There's, there's a certain level of, like, confidence that Viners have, I've noticed. Really? Um, I mean, the few that I've met where it's confidence not only towards, like, you know, other various platforms, but towards like brands and like executives in the space of being like, we know exactly what we're doing. So you can choose to work with us or not, but we know exactly what we're doing. And it's just like, whoa, that's kind of cool that you don't like, you're not trying to downplay the platform. You're not embarrassed by it. You know that you've created this space and this following and this environment that you work out of and it's new and you won't make apologies that no one else understands it. Exactly. I, I thought it was so cool. Um, so I got to get a vine. Jack, we got to get a vine. <laughs> We're going to do one today. I'm let's, excited. Let's do six second vines of the podcast so for each episode. quit YouTube and start vining. Vine, that's where it is. Sorry, YouTube. I gave you six years of my life. I'm moving over. Uh, okay. At Super CJ wants to know, if you had a statue made of you, what pose would you do? Um, probably me taking a selfie. Oh, very now. That's right? very now. I got to do that. I know. And then you think about it like 50 years in the future, people are going to be like, 
that is such an old <laughs> statue. What is he doing? Like when we see like Civil War, like guys on horses with like muskets, yeah, we're like, exactly. wow, what an era. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Like while he was holding a phone, like wow. <laughs> uh, at Tater Tot Toots, maybe one of my fam- uh, favorite Twitter handles, if you could invent your own line of toilets, what would they be called and what would their unique feature be? Hmm. Yeah, this is a tough one. Yeah. Well, I would say it would flush automatically, but that's just what normal <laughs> toilets do nowadays. I'm like, what do you have in Florida? It's like, what, <laughs> what can you do here? Um, Here's what I, I'm obsessed with poopery. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Poopery is a spray that takes away the odor of shits. It's great, and it works really, really well. Wow. Yeah, I highly recommend still trying to get a sponsorship deal out of this. <laughs> I talk about it almost every podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would create a line of toilets that had the spray built in. So no matter when you use it, it would spray it automatically. And then... Like when you got off from the toilet, it was just like... Yeah. And just sprays automatically. It would be amazing. I think it would be great. So... Maybe if I invented one, I mean, you know how it's kind of cool... I don't know. Maybe this sounds kind of weird, but it's kind of cool when like the blue water is in the toilet. Oh, yeah. It just looks cleaner. What if it like switched colors every time around? (laughs) So you would make a zebra multicolored. You would turn the toilet into a multicolored water toilet. What am I thinking today? It's like colors. You're just seeing in colors. Colors of the rainbow. Yeah. You're living that John Lennon life. Yeah. Uh, Just without the drugs. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, here's a, here's a great, this is our last one. And then you, you'll get your parting gift for being a guest on the podcast. You get a gift? gift. Man. At not Chanel wants to know, what's your favorite saying? My favorite saying is, oh. I know it's tough. Yeah. I don't even know what my favorite Uh, saying would be. Yeah. Um, a saying. One of my favorite saying, I mean, I guess it doesn't have to be like a famous saying. It could be something you say a lot or something that you just enjoy. I say eat shit a lot <laughs> as a term of endearment for people. Um, and I say we're all going to die someday. That's one of my favorite sayings, just as a little reminder to motivate myself. I would say um, something that my is I'm, I'm kind of stealing this from my dad. Sure. Um, but doing the crazy, sometimes stupid stuff we did back in Florida, my dad would always say, look, if you're going to be dumb, you got to be tough. So, you know, if we were always like, dad, we're going to, we're going to jump this ramp from, from the motorcycle. And then we're just going to dive into the, into the lake. <laughs> He's like, it, he would just respond with, if you're going to be dumb, you got to be tough. Cause sure <laughs> enough, we would hurt ourselves and be like, well, we decided to do that. That's what we get for it. Oh, you know? that's great. I think that saying can apply to a lot of different scenarios oh, yeah. Yeah, and a lot sure. of different uh, circumstances. I think that's great. If you're going to be dumb, you got to be tough. I'm all for it. I'm all for it, Mr. Johns. You've heard it here first. Well, uh, Cody, thank you so much for engaging in the dumb that happens on this podcast. Where can people find you across the board? They know they can find you on Twitter at Cody. Absolutely, guys. Yeah, add Cody on Twitter to keep it real simple for you. Uh, my Instagram is at Cody Johns as well as my Snapchat. And as I was saying earlier, I am definitely growing my YouTube now. I'm posting videos every week. Right now, Thursdays are my day. Nice. Uh, so yeah, guys, go go check out uh, the channel and hit me up on all those other places. Awesome. Well, thank you for being here. And before you go, the gift that I give every guest of the podcast is that you can tweet anything you want from my Twitter account right now. No way. Yeah, you can tweet absolutely anything you want, just nothing racist or homophobic. And feel free, you can send it, and then I'll read it afterwards. And it's, uh, 
it's my screen is super broken. So I, I was gonna say I don't want to like cut my finger open. No, you won't <laughs> unless you have like this. very sensitive hands. Um, but yeah, you can tweet anything you want, absolutely anything, and I, you're going I thought for you were, it. I thought you were gonna get that fixed. I rearranged my appointment. It's tomorrow. Wait, yeah. do I? Can I ask one thing before I tweet uh-huh. it? When when I'm tweeting this. Uh-huh. Does it have to sound like it's you, or can they know it's not like they can do anything you so want? So they know that people they know take over they know now, okay. yeah. But a lot of times, uh, some people know, some have no idea. And the tweets that people have sent from my phone every episode are such a spectrum of thoughts and ideas that the response is always like, "Oh, those Marriott tweets that Elliot tweeted got like favorited by like Marriott execs." <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I think. <laughs> I don't want to be the guy that like self promos. No, like, you wouldn't Twitter. be the first one. People I, I, have done that. All right, I'm just trying to word this correctly. I'm yeah, sorry. no, do your thing. It's very interesting that people get very, very um, concerned about their spelling and their grammar, even though it's not coming from their account at all. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's one of like just a sign of noob noobness if you have a spelling error i hate when i have a spelling error. Uh, me too i will delete a tweet yeah I don't same care. i'll and delete it like, like 30 seconds after and the fans will be like you we saw that <laughs> we screen capped it this is how the original was oh my gosh that's crazy oh, i think hold on i need to like switch what i said real quick one last time <laughs> do it up no worries literally kian was here yeah don't be worried you are not by far not taking the longest. No, Kean took a long time, but Chester by far. Took Chester the was longest. on the very first episode of the podcast. I think he. I think it took him twenty minutes. To yeah, tweet. it really did. He could not make a decision. It was agonizing. Yeah, and I was gonna rescind the offer. <laughs> You're like, look, you've okay. spoiled this gift. I'm done. You're done. You can tweet it. Um, I'm gonna tweet it. Okay. Yep. Uh, my Wi-Fi is being finicky, so we'll see if it goes through. But we'll make sure that it goes through. All right, I'm just going to do it. I think it came out right. Okay. All right, you ready to see this? Yeah, let me see it and I'll read it. Okay. <laughs> at Cody, oh, period, so everyone can see it. At Cody. Oh, was supposed to be at myself? What? Or tweet it out to your followers. You tweet it out to my followers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you did period, at Cody, is by far my favorite person on not just the planet, <laughs> but in our solar system, the Milky Way galaxy, and our greater universe. Very humble. Very <laughs> modest. I love it. I'm going to retweet it right oh now. Oh, my God. It's so, yeah. I think people will be... Uh... <laughs> what will they be? They, Who really I think... knows? Jack Ferry favorited it. <laughs> Thank God. We got that a, was quick. We got 134 favorites going already. I just retweeted it. People are into it. Well, Cody, thank you so much. This was so much fun. Thanks for having me. I hope you had me. a good time. I, I kind of wish I could come back, but I guess that wouldn't make oh, sense. Oh, we have repeat guests. Oh, yeah. I'm going to come back. Yeah, please come awesome. back and we'll we'll talk more nonsense. And make sure that you guys go over to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash it's grace, because Cody and I played the six second challenge yes. in honor of his vineness. And, uh, <laughs> and it was really fun and really, really stupid and we're really bad at thinking of things it's hard it's in six seconds it's not easy yeah who knew six seconds goes so fast i know not us uh we'll see you guys next time thanks for listening thank you guys too deep too deep too deep not too deep with grace helbig not too deep is a production of grace helbig incorporated produced and directed by jack ferry Thanks to Eileen and everyone at the YouTube space, and an extra special thanks to Flula for our awesome theme music. 